It's Monday, October 8th. This is episode 7 of I Know Science Things. Well, uh, episode 7 uh, of I Know Science Things, and already beginning with a, with a microphone gap with, with a, uh, a verbal filler of the uh, so sorry about that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's episode B-I-I, it for is, those, those into the Roman numerals out there. It is B-I-I, and if we can begin this episode with a little apology uh, from the production staff of I Know Science Things. Now, last week we bragged about a certain audio quality increase that was, was highly touted in the the, the weeks leading up to the first episode of I Know Science Things with a full audio soundboard. It is uh, I Know Science Things policy that whatever errors are the fault of your own computer. You should download the latest drivers from Adobe or Windows or whatever. Right, but in, in the interest of, um, well, evening out some sound issues that we had last week. Now, some of you who tuned in to episode six might have found all yourself... All three of you. All three of you might have found yourself leaning in to uh, hear Brian sultry whisper in your ear, only to be loudly interrupted by my booming voice that was way too close to the microphone. Satan, Satan, Satan. And those of you who, who waited long enough to the end of the episode might have heard that exact quote from Chris. Uh, and so just to clarify... I don't know what else you should say in your microphone, but that's about it. That's that, right. that was a planned move, so don't worry that we were, we were being co-opted by some kind of satanic airwave. Uh, no, we, we did plan the, the, not really endorsement, but at least, you know, the, the, the utterance of the Satan. But no, we're going to try to correct some of our audio fuck-ups this week. Is it weird that the Christian Coalition has the CCC as their, or the Christian Campus Crusade as CCC and then KKK as the KKK? It is a little strange. Is that, does that, do you think they maybe should have thought of that before they chose their well, initials? Well, maybe they did. Maybe maybe that, maybe there's some subtle impetus to that being the, uh, I don't know. And like Crusade, sorry, I just saw a flyer on my way back today. And like Crusade, are they aware of what that means to a lot of people? It's kind of a strong, loaded word sort of thing. Someone Killing just, the infidels. They want to kill the infidels. Hey, you should check on the driveway. Someone just pulled in. Well, I'm, I'm behind so your car. It's a big Chevy Tahoe. I'm behind your car. Uh, okay. Anyways, no, just well, well let's now, now that we've gotten some business out of the way, let's uh, let's let's introduce some of the people here this evening. Now, like usual, we have in the, in the studio tonight your, your two permanent hosts, uh, myself, Big Palm, and of course, as always, the asshole across from me, none other than Chris. Uh, uh, we also have my cat. And Cat Gus is in the room, but you know she's been here on occasion, and, and once again she graced our studio. Uh, and if my ears don't deceive me, we have a fourth guest. No, I think that's whoever was in the title. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. Well, but our third person in the studio tonight, uh, again, backed by popular demand, uh, it's Ariel in the corner. If she can, if she can say hi, and introduce herself to the show. Hi. Hello, Ariel. Uh, so let's get down. Right to business with the this brass tax. The brass tax. Now, this this week, uh, I took in, into my stead, into my uh, my home, my my abode, a certain a certain feline uh, acquaintance. What what was the name of this cat when you acquired it? The name of this cat was Luna. What what is the cat's name now? The cat's name now is Lou. So, in a very androgynous sense, like it can work for both this female cat, at the same time can fulfill my fantasies of living in the same room with Louis Kahn, the famous architect. So it goes both ways. Uh, but no, I, I was able to, to, to receive this cat uh, this week. and So like an extremely battered child, has, has Lou come up from under the bed yet? Well, uh, for the past 
first Friday and Saturday night, Lou was a little bit skittish and uh, kind of remained under the bed. Uh, uh, sorry, under my couch in my room. Uh, not really, not really happy about the situation, but not not terribly upset about it either. Uh, but by Saturday night, I was able to to pet it underneath the couch. I had to lay on my back and kind of stick my hand all the way underneath the couch, but I was able to, and she was okay with it. Uh, and by Sunday night, I was watching uh, a little some some. Uh, I think I was watching the Venture Brothers on my computer, and on my bed, and I saw the cat pop itself out from underneath my couch, and uh, all of a sudden went from completely oblivious to my to my presence to incredibly friendly, and uh, he was happy to jump up on bed, on on the on tables, and you know make a presence known to me. Do you think the Venture Brothers have some cure before unknown uh, curative properties? I, I do feel there's some kind of. I don't know. It, it, it set the right mood for kind of a, a, the, the first friendship. But cut cut to last night. Um, last night being Sunday night. Now Sunday evening, I had returned from school after a long critique, and I was able to coax the cat out. And this is when I emerged from the couch. Uh, now I was, I was happy that you know maybe this cat and I could become good friends. Now at one o'clock, being the responsible uh, academic person, student that I am. Uh, and knowing that I had a critique the next morning, I decided to go to bed at one o'clock. I figured, you know, okay. wait. What? When are you talking? What was last that? night? This is Sunday last night? night. This is last night. You had a critique this morning too, Monday morning. Of course. Our our illustrious guest professor was in for both Saturday, Sunday and Monday. So, yesterday and today, so we had two critiques. Uh, but I decided to go to bed at one o'clock, and to my dismay and somewhat unhappiness, the cat was not ready to go to bed yet. <laughs> In any such uh, sense of the how, word. How did the cat choose to express this? Desire? It chose to express this by meowing, almost a, a kind of a, kind of a freestyle meowing, <laughs> for a good six hours. <laughs> now, it wasn't a, an upset meowing, and it certainly wasn't in distress. It was more of a, "Hey, fucking listen to me, asshole," <laughs> meowing. And so, in, in order to not seem uh. too unhappy with the cat, I didn't want to yell at the cat on the first day of our friendship. And but at the same time, in the interest of getting to bed, I slept in the bathroom last night. <laughs> really? I slept in my own bathroom so I could have some acoustic barrier between me and this meowing cat. And at several times during the night, I had to kick the bathroom door as the cat came to it and continued to meow furiously. So by about by about three o'clock in the morning, I was able to finally go to bed in my. In your bathtub, in my, the floor of the bathtub. In my bathtub, in a nest of, of covers and pillows. So, needless to say, my my morning critique was a little less than uh, <laughs> I was a little, not exactly bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, uh, a little drowsy, uh, but at the same time, you know, a good big step in, in in towards you know a good bond with this cat. So it was an interesting evening for me, an interesting weekend for me with this with this with this cat. So. Well, good, Tom. Glad glad to hear it, and. Uh... And, uh, yeah, so let me just mention that that came to Tom through my family, so thus Tom is now a greater of the larger. And thus I blame Chris's family for all of my inability to sleep for the coming week, so we'll see how that goes. I think, I think you know, you just need to show the cat some love, Tom. Mm. I think that you need to take control once you're friends with the cat and make it sleep in the bathroom, Tom. I know. If it had not been the first night after it emerged, but it, it, is, it is solid advice, and I, and I will definitely... I mean, you just need to, you just need to cuddle it a little bit. It just wants to be cuddled. Yeah, it's um, it's very it's very aggressive when it wants to be pet, especially at, at three in the morning. So, 
Yeah, we have a no cats in the bedroom policy at our abode. You are fucking, you're a fascist. You're an evil fascist. You know what? I don't like waking up to a cat on my face. I just don't like it. I yeah. sleep with my cat and it's a nice... Your you cat know. is way more chill than our cats. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm also a person who doesn't like to be startled when I'm sleeping at all. Like, I, I, like, I don't... And so the, at this point, my only alternative is either to get used to cat startling me or lock it in the bathroom. I'm not going to lock it in the bathroom. So it's... It's one of those things that's like, well... Time to grow a pair. Exactly. Time for me to grow a, a pair. And uh, don't damage your cat in the process. And don't damage your cat in the process. Talked to a guy at a bar once at like one in the morning. He was very sad because his girlfriend, who was visiting from out of town, had run away earlier that evening when she tried to awaken him out of a drunken slumber, and he punched her in the face. Yikes. And Yikes. I was like, maybe you need to send her some flowers. Right. And, you know, not call her 50 times on your cell phone right now. And but some people spot. wake up very alarmed. I, I'm aware of that, but I'm just saying that Tom should not repeat this experiment. Yeah, don't punch the cat with face. Lou. No, I, I will not be resorting to, to corporal uh, punishment with this cat. But at the same time, you know, we're 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 friends, but we're I'm a, I'm a little standoffish with it right now. So anyways, but if if we could go away from the cat, uh, I think I think that's we could we could rethink the show to I know cat things. Well, that's what I wanted to discuss too. Uh, now. What something that I've noticed in the past, you know, few episodes is that although this show is titled "I Know Science Things," our science content has been a little bit, you know, lap, being lapped by religion and politics. And but I like to think the science—it's religion and politics informed by science. I think that's true. I think it's a, it, it, it may be a good point. Uh, but at the same time, like, is there a nugget of science wisdom that you could, at least a token nugget of science wisdom you can bring to the table this week, Chris? Because God knows I can't bring any science that's not pretty ludicrous. So. Okay. Oh, hey, this is a really good one, actually. Okay. So, uh, I was just doing some literature research the other day, and um, people have known for a long time that the brain, you know, heroin, heroin basically, and other opiates, you know, attack a very specific receptor that they fit into very nicely and have a pretty profound effect, as uh, various people in the world have experienced. Um, is that correct? As far as I know, it's correct. Uh, at any rate, um, so uh, people always wondered why the hell does the brain have a very specific receptor for opiates in it? Right. You know, because they don't know what hits it. But actually, it turns out it was recently proven that uh, mammalian brain cells actually make opium. Really? So, so it's it's a recognition of of, of a native uh, chemistry. Right. And it's extremely low levels, which is why no one's ever detected it before. But but it, it's really intriguing because the idea that this molecule is also made by a plant is just far out and wacky. I see. I see. Um, so uh, it's pretty interesting to think about that. You know, right now you're just dosing yourself with a little tiny, itty bit of opium. A little bit of yourself. And uh, actually, the study was pretty cool too because they had to go through and like make sure that none of their shit was contaminated with like heroin or opium from like groundwater right. or you know this and that. Because of course, as our readers may be aware of, uh, if you take average uh, tap water, you can detect uh, minute amounts of various pesticides and drugs and the like in there. Right. That's. That's definitely science. That's science, folks. So is right that there. science right there? I think it was. I think I think uh, it's it's a and interesting too. I like thinking it's a little bit interesting. No, I I definitely agree. Um, I guess on a simpler note, if we for can... all you hippies out there, though, pot not made in the brain. Uh, I see. Or at not detected yet. Maybe there's maybe we need a more no, advanced I mean, scan. They, they know what those molecules are, but they're not. Um, I, mean, I can tell you a really sad story about studies with mice and pot, but let's just move on. Yeah, maybe maybe mice and pot for another day. Um, now, one thing we not that I do these things. I'm not. A few a few episodes ago, or many episodes ago, we talked about uh, nuclear power, uh, its benefits, its goodness. 
Uh, and I think what's not to love? Answering the call from I Know Science Things, the 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 uh, political action committee that is IKST, which would be I Know Science Things. Um, sorry. No, but our, our political action committee was, was hard at work collecting donations. Uh, I thought we were more of a soft money sort of. We do both. Organization. We, we have been, we, we fall into the 509 cracks. Uh, so it, it, it's a blurry area in the McCain-Feingold uh, McCain uh, campaign finance legislation. But um, no, apparently our advocacy worked. And nuclear reactors uh, are back in, back in vogue. They're going to build 32 new nuclear reactors next year. Take that, coming years. Take that. So for the first time in 30 years, uh, there will be a new nuclear reactor built in this country. Not only that, there will be 32 of them built. Better nuclear reactors. Better nuclear reactors than there were in the 70s. So uh, I, I think it's our first... Practically everything is better than the 70s, except perhaps Led Zeppelin. <laughs> oh, <coughs> sorry. But uh, no, so that, I think that's... And maybe pornography is on track. They have that, you know, sort of bomb, chicken bomb, 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 bomb. We have to give them credit for originality Probably with their... With, with the music. I mean, because at least they, they I mean, like, there's someone who's, who did, you know, it, 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 Do not, they even have music anymore? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't watch anymore, so I, w I couldn't tell you anything about that. But, um, no, but so our, our, our first political victory, I guess, or, or at least, or at least, maybe a victory is too strong of a word, because we're, we're pragmatists at, our, at heart, no matter Take what. Take that, Andy Franco. Take that, Andy Franco, who, who Chris is smiling because he went to a concert of hers uh, several weeks ago. Anyways. Let's not show that. No, it's too late, Chris. If you're going to slam Andy Frank on the air, you have to do it with the caveat that he did attend one of her concerts uh, several weeks ago. She had some good albums. I'm, I'm so sure she did. Um, well, let's see. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go and bring this, and, and we discussed this a little bit uh, last Friday off the air, but I think it's worth talking about on the air because we were drunk at the time, and it's also a very funny topic to me. Uh, two big Republican issues this week that, that kind of came to Gay the forefront. Gay bathroom sex being one of them. Um, oh, wait, are you, are you really going to talk about that again? All I'm going to say about this is that uh, Larry Craig, here to stay. Not going anywhere. Republican senator from Idaho for at least another six or eight months. Well, you know, the thing I've got to say to him is, you know, you know, once you walk out of that closet, you know, don't close that door, buddy. Don't close that door. You should, you should have a little sign. You know, you can kind of encourage the recreational use of the Senate's house uh, bathroom. You know? That's definitely true. That's definitely true. Uh, but also... Another, another encouraging issue for us, us liberals out there is that uh, Dr. James Dobbs himself will focus on the family, threatening to uh, recommend a third candidate uh, enter the political race in this, this upcoming presidential campaign. If what do you mean, David Duke isn't running again? Uh, no, I, I, I believe he is again. I think he's, I think he's got a he's still. He's still well, there we go. We can, they can get a, they can get a shared ticket. I guess two for one. Uh, he'll, I mean, he certainly qualifies all of all of Mr. Dobson's uh, qualifications for a viable presidential candidate and. You know, I'm sure deep down, even though James hasn't admitted it yet, he's, he's definitely a little bit of a racist. And, and so, it, really, you, you think? You think? Uh, yeah, I, I do think. Well, we all know Jesus was white. <laughs> so let, let me be. In real. Let me be the first of many, or or the second or third of many, to say, uh, please, please do James Dobson. Uh, do whatever your heart desires. You and your secret cabal uh, at, at the Focus on the Family can field whatever third party candidate you want, and I highly encourage it. Uh, and even if I, if I was if I was in a state where I could register as an independent in the primaries, I would vote for your uh, your candidate. Can you not do that here? I don't know if you can in Michigan. I think you have to declare one or the other. No. I just registered to vote. I didn't declare. Oh, you can vote, but you can. Sorry, I just registered to vote. I didn't declare a party. But can you? But you have to. Can you, can you only vote for one? Though? For Alaska. I think in California you can register independent, but you can't vote in the primary. Just want to put it out there that Brian is registered as Democrat in Ohio, and uh, I'm going to make him vote in the primary. 
In the Democratic primary? Yeah. Okay, well, fair enough. Fair but enough. isn't he a Bush-loving Bush lover? No, he doesn't like Bush anymore. He's, he's as, like, like, as, like I said before, we, we all hear, I know science things are pragmatists about certain things. But, and I, though we at times, you know, make light of, of some of uh, Brian's political values, you know, he, he is a human being, and, you know, he, he's, a, he's got, a you know, feelings. Snowflake uh, right. And so, you know, you've, you've heard us many times on air make fun of his Republican values, but we know that, that Brian is a very well-informed uh, political uh, a voter. And, for whatever know, reason. For whatever reason. So, you know, registered Democrat as Republican, it doesn't matter to us here at Science Things because we, we will make fun of any political party for any of their gay bathroom sex. Yeah, it was like, so your sister was sleeping over and I don't really want to know. Those of you, <laughs> those of you at home, Chris did just admit to, to coming back and ingesting some psychedelic Hey, substances. don't put down there. Too late, my friend. Data mining, my friend. Data mining. All right. So, anyways, we're back with I know science things. Not that, not that, not that you know that people at home, because I'm gonna seamlessly edit this. Like, there's something else that happened. Uh, so, now as, as redact, you're good redact. Redact. One thing I've been aware of since I was a very young child this week. Uh, I, since this you week, were a young child this week. Since I was a young child this week. Since I was a young, since I've been a young child, I said that I've, I've been colorblind. But uh, this 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 week, this week I I. In a, in a, is that is that ironic? As you're in sort of design based. No, it, it, it definitely is. Focus. It definitely is. Um, but I took, I, I kind of a whim, I went online and looked up some of the, well, I, don't, I don't know what that's called, the dot tests. But I, I, like, I what? Like in, like in Little Miss Sunshine? Yes, like in Little Miss Sunshine. Uh, and I failed miserably a whole battery of colorblind tests. And it, it, was, it was one of those things where I. I Do you start speaking and, and give up your vowel sounds? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's like really sad. No, it definitely is. But there were certain there's certain tests in the colorblind thing where they where they what they do is they fake you out. Cause they 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 put they put they show you the color thing and they go and you go they ask you like you know what's there what number, and so sometimes you're like oh I see a three in there I see a three like yes not colorblind and you go down there scroll down and says well not colorblind people would see a five but colorblind people would see a three so it's like you dicks you fucking assholes <laughs> like thanks a lot because it's like oh man. Woo, all these years of living a lie. Like, I'm not really colorblind. It's like, no. No, you aren't. You saw exactly what colorblind a person would see. It's, is your dad colorblind? Not sure. I never, I haven't actually asked him about it. But Odds are crazy high that he is, too. Yeah, no. Are you, so is it red and green? Is that... Red and green, and I have... Uh, see, this is... I, I can't... How do you stop at stoplights or signs? But that's the thing, is, is that it, it's... Because it's not like... You, there's, there's, a three, there's three levels of deficiency, and to have a total colorblindness, you need all three to be malfunctioning, which is like point ridiculously small. They're saying like you know five percent of males have one of the three colorblindness. Can I also say to Chris that that stoplights are in order? And Tom probably knows that. Well, the thing is, I know that, like I can recognize. Can you tell green and red apart? Yeah, absolutely. That's the weird thing. Like that's what I understand is that I can't read these. Te- I I, can't, I literally I can't read them. I I, I failed when I was a, well, like an eight year old reading those things too. And at the same time, like I know that there's between red and green. And I, I can tell shades of red and green. But there are times when I'll, okay, if if I'm in like a subway, I'll see a subway map. I can easily convince myself that the red is the green and the green is red, but inside my brain's like, well, I'm 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 99% sure this is how it is, and that's always true. So I don't really know what being red, green, colorblind does to me on a daily basis, which is even more makes me even more paranoid. So what color is your hat? My hat is is, is like a earthy tone of, of tannish brown. Kind of more green. of like a navy green there, kiddo. But I think so. Well, I guess I can see that. No, we, Sorry. We definitely think so. Okay, well, I, what, so I'm also trying to, I'm, I did that from memory. I'm like, trying to remember, like, well, I, I lost this hat, hat on. I, I take this hat off, like, for what 15 What color was this day. hat last time I took it? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, is, is that, like, 
you know, I, I, it's not like I can't tell colors apart. I just think that I think I think I, I might have an inability to tell to turn tints apart, which is a, it's a weird thing. Like I don't know. It's not like being blind where I'm like, okay, I obviously can't see. <laughs> That's all I've got to say. Yeah, but great colors out there. Right. Well, here's the thing. Here's what I did find is that there are certain. And this is this is like like color blindness in males is much more common in males. The ability to have an, incre an incredible color acuity happens in a few. Uh, Females, and it's, it's a way that uh, genetically you can you can you can have this incredibly lucky combination of efficiencies that allows you to see not a broader spectrum, but be able to differentiate colors to a much finer degree. And it, but it, I mean, they have they have not yet found a male subject with this kind of incredible incredible color acuity, but they have found several female subjects who have had. They they, they will show they will show subjects different colors that are very. It's it's like it's like the hearing like test. Lavender sunset, or whatever, <laughs> like the paint stores. Right, I but hate no, that shit. I hate those colors. I hate the names for all colors. I hate but the how difference you, between eggshell and ivory? But do you want you want you want to go to like a store and be like, well, I want I want color like, well, let's see, what's the hexadecimal like? O eight K K. That's 25. exactly how I want to do it. No, I want the oh, it's a yeah. CMYK. Like, I, I want to, I want twenty eight fifty five one fifty six and two. Actually, guys, it's too bad you never saw the house that uh, other person I used to live in because <laughs> far far away from here. Because it was painted the absolute brightest color of every color in every room. It's like the brightest red, the brightest blue, the brightest green. It was a beautiful sight to behold. I'm sure. I'm sure that rainbow color just spread across the whole room and your, your nice little California liberal abode was just... It was very nice, wasn't it? It was nice. It was nice. Uh, so, uh, other things. Moving on from my, my color bonus. Do, do you folks have anything else to, to, to talk about this week? Because I, I know I've, I've kind of been hosting the thing. I know it's ridiculous right Tom, now. Can, do, you have a, do you have a pick? Can you beat that out? I, well, here's, here's what makes me even... More upset about my current hair situation. Uh, if if as, I, as our viewers may or may not be aware, Tom has very curly hair. Right, and, and if and if I don't know if I've ever shown the, the other hosts in the room pictures of my prom, but I was able to create an incredible, and I, I will show you afterwards because I'm actually genuinely proud of it. An incredible uh, uh, hair blossom, if you will, <laughs> on top of my my head that really. I was pretty excited about. Was your date also moved by it? She was. Uh, but in the meantime, a couple days ago, I had forgotten my hat at home, and so I decided to go to school without it. And I got to school, and you know, kind of been frustrated. You know, one of those absent-minded things. I began to kind of, you know, run my finger. Why so baldness. I'm going bald. I think I brushed the, the controls. Uh, I'm going bald. My hair is thinning. Uh, hairline's receding, and so I will get a cut soon. But it, this is the last time my hair will ever get. Even close to this, this. It's like flowers for algae. It kind of is. Uh, so, yeah, that that's that's life in the in the world of Tom's hair right now. But uh, life think, in the world of Tom's hair. If you could see Tom's hair, you would know that there probably is life living somewhere. Yeah. Well, I guess that's, that's another indication of how how much my my star has fallen. Uh, is that back in high school I was able to put many, many running utensils on my hair for future, for future use, uh, and, and had other people do it too. In fact, one time, this is really funny, uh, I was at home with a bunch of my friends, and we were having one of those, like, you know, late night, summertime, like, everyone's over watching movies and, like, goof around kind of things, and a particular friend of mine, who may or may not be listening to this, so if you're out there, you, you are an asshole, uh, I was sitting on the floor, and they were sitting on the couch, and we were eating pretzels, and we got to the end of the pretzels. Were you thirsty? I was, <laughs> the pretzels were making me very thirsty, but uh, we got in the bag, and we're, but we're still watching the movie, and later on in the evening, I went, everyone left, and I went upstairs to the computer, and you know, I was kind of looking on the internet, and I started, once again ran my fingers in my hair, sensuously, and, and thought to myself, oh my god, 
what's happening to my scalp. It's really thin and crusty, like coming off in like these little flakes. Like, what the hell is going on? What kind of disease do I have? It turns out, for at least an hour while we were watching the movie, my friend had been very uh, liberally sprinkling pieces of salt from the pretzels into my hair. <laughs> and, uh, Making me think that I had some kind of scalp cancer that was going to rot myself from the outside in. Uh, so thank you to, the, to you out there, because you, you, I think you are listening, and you are a complete asshole jerk really doing that. They might be listening. And so if you're out there, you know who you are. Uh, but yeah, so that, that was... My, my hair can, is a compartment for many a thing, whether it's a practical joke or something that has utility. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's really up to your own imagination. But not so much anymore. I, I have trouble sticking running tendrils in my hair now. So. But, I mean, it has, it, it's... I, I say this as if my hair has been big from high school to now. It has gone through a big cyclical changes of shortness to longness, shortness to longness. Let's have a laziness. Can we talk about your hair now? I think so. I think we get to talk, yeah, let's move on from how the long, hair. How long can you talk about your hair? Well, speaking of hair, uh, someone in the room got a haircut this, this past couple of days. I did get a haircut. Uh, so, uh, let's say the topic of hair and talk about your haircut. Now, we discussed earlier that you look quite a bit younger with this haircut. I at least think so. Uh, now, we're not going to say your true age on the air to prevent the, the real stalking, but uh, I, I would say three years off. Three years off, at least. But, uh, but you know, the forehead lines are pretty exposed. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You're, you're, well, the Botox has really helped, though, to take, shed years off of your 60-year-old frame. So, Chris, mm. what do you want to talk about? What, what was it? Hillary oh, Clinton. yeah, Hillary Clinton's going to be the next president. That's depressing. Um... I have a question. Please go. So it's been showing that she's up in the polls yes. significantly. Right. Do they poll cell phones? Because no one our age has a fucking house phone to be polled. No, that, that's, that's actually been a big issue among, amongst pollster insiders. Not that I'm one of them, but I've, I've read a few issues. I've heard a few articles in the New York Times about this. A few blogs. No, they have, they have not yet. Things like, who was the big one? The big poll, polling company. I thought, fuck, I remember it. Yeah, Pew Research. No, Pew Research. No, they're 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 the they're the special, they're the think tank. Um, this other guy, this is like a guy's name. But I know that they're talking about one of the, one of the deficiencies uh, is that they still have not implemented the, the ability to call people on cell phones to poll them. So they still use landline polling and surveying to, to get these political pulses, if you will. So skewing the numbers, but also we're the least likely to vote depressingly enough. Which so. which is a very good point. Yeah, the, the, those because we're that, having too much fun. I, we're calling too many of our friends on our cell phones and texting them to be bothered to pick up from uh, poll service. But I do think that Obama would be up a little bit more if they were polling cell phones. No, I think I think that's a fair assumption. Uh, but at the same time, like I mean, that just always brings me to the question: whether which minority are our country it's more women or people of color? I I mean, I think it for me is going to come down to the Democrats. Like, in terms of the primary, it's going to come down to the fact that Clinton is a more, she, she gives off a more, like, responsible, like, relating to the baby boomers who are going to be the ones who are apparently voting in the primaries. Yeah. It's one of those bizarre things, too, about it being such an early political campaign is that it's, 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 it's become such a foregone conclusion at this point. Like, I, for, the, for those of you who are also not aware, I did, I did a little little Obama polling this uh, this past, or, or the Obama campaign this past summer, and we from do, do some door-to-door uh, canvassing, and even back then in, in the great state of New Hampshire, uh, in July, people were pretty sad in the fact that they, not necessarily because they 
didn't like Obama or John Edwards, but just because that they assumed that she was almost the, the candidate to be, that they had no problem supporting Hillary Clinton, even back in July. So it's, it's a weird situation of it's not... There's actually a great piece out there for those of you who want to read about how broken the primary system is. If you read Salon's article today, I about just it. find it hard to believe that Bill Clinton hasn't phoned anyone in like the past eight years. Well, who's been coming forward? He did just come back from that humanitarian conference that was also attended by uh, Angelina Jolie. So we don't know if he has not phoned uh, anybody recently. Would so. you really choose Bill Clinton over Brad Pitt? Really, really? Uh, from what I hear, he's an incredibly charming person. I oh, mean, I'm sure. Yeah. Earl, would you have sex with Bill Clinton? No. But I would have sex with Brad Pitt. What if you were single? No, Brian and I had this conversation the other day, actually, and I told him that I would not be offended if he were to sleep with a movie star. Wait, so have, have you guys said that... that, that so that, Brian would sleep with Brad Pitt? No, we, we were talking about women movie stars, <laughs> so that's But ha have you had that kind of typical boyfriend-girlfriend conversation where you go, like, the, the, five, the five person, the list, the friends thing? No, because... Wait, wait, if wait. If I what, knew the person... Well, no, when, when you, you have the hypothetical list, the five people that you and your partner are, well, the cumulative ten people that... You're allowed to sleep with without getting in trouble? I've never had this conversation. Well, you have never had a... Yeah, it, it's a thing. No, I've never had a what? You've never had this conversation before with them, one of your girlfriends. But seriously, people that I know, not acceptable. But, you know, if... Like, oh, of course. Tristan Dunst or Angelina right. Jolie and that, were to approach him... The beauty of the list is that no hypothetical strangers of, of high prominence. I was trying to think of someone besides Angelina Jolie. <laughs> it's it was a big perp, apparently. Angelina Jolie? Or was at one point? Well, I think the, the, the influence of a certain Billy Bob Thornton was definitely oh, so kind of skewed her towards that dirty. pervy area. Uh, dirty. Yeah. Speaking of people I won't sleep with. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I've, I've kind of lost faith in... in because even, even Billy Bob Thornton's kind of perviness seems a little bit disingenuous at this point. I don't know. It, it seems like it was almost for show. But you know what's almost more pervy is... Hearing a child like that, very kids that die, she's a accessory. Right. Like yeah. That's a little bit fucked up. I don't think she does that. Hmm. Well, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it's time to wrap this episode up. It's a little bit shorter than usual. Are we out of items? Well, I don't know. I'll let you guys have some minutes to, to discuss about. Discuss about? That that's mean? a really long list there. Do we go through the whole thing? I think we go through most of them. I can talk about triscuits and texting if you want me to. That's actually a pretty funny, another funny story. Uh, yeah, let's start bring it. Bring the story. I'm sorry I don't have any funny stories about my sisters, but mostly we just... Well, yeah, we, we, should, we, should, we, should, we should talk about how, how awesome the trip was this weekend. But um, but a, a brief, another brief uh, story that, that happened to me this week. Now, I, I'm one to to to, to text people, uh, both drunken and sober. Angrily drunken, no less. That's always in jest. You have to realize that all my all my angry texts are not angry texts when I'm drunk. They're they're meant to be funny angry. Uh, but in a very sober mood in studio one night, I uh, emailed a good friend of mine from high school uh, who I don't you believe emailed. emailed. I, I, I called her up and cried into the, into the receiver for like two hours. <laughs> no, no I, I, I texted uh, a, a friend of mine in high school who probably is not listening because uh, she's smarter than that. Um, but I texted her to, to, to inform her of the fact that I just bought a, a box of Triscuits and I was, not, I was no longer happy with my purchase. And I, I think the exact words were like, Triscuits are much more, are, seem like a better idea before you buy them. Now, Ethan's are way better idea. Oh, they are. They are. Oh, delicious. But the problem is, is before I texted her cell phone, I made the mistake of texting her house phone, which was her house phone in high school, but now is the sole residence of her parents. And being a landline, uh, it automatically began to call the house phone and in a very robotic voice inform them that Triscuits were much better before they were at, or, or much better idea before they were purchased. And not only did they get this text this this, this this voice text one time, they got it twenty five times from the hours of eight o'clock to eleven o'clock. <laughs> over and over telling them 
Dear Mr. and Mrs. Blank, Triscuits are a much better idea before they are purchased. <laughs> so, to those out there who I know are not listening, but just I'm going to say it anyways, I deeply apologize for, for so maligning and, and libeling, uh, or sorry, slandering. Wait a minute, all of the Triscuits and, and Nabisco in general, and I guess an apology to Nabisco. I did end up eating the box of Triscuits anyway, so despite my, my push-polling uh, phone campaign to, to cold call people and tell them how bad Triscuits were, <laughs> I didn't mean it. Question, if you try to, will that work on any plan? I was just some, some it will. That. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not totally sure of how the process works, because I, I did it by accident. I definitely not mean to do it 25 times, and so whatever, whatever my phone does, it goes, well, if he, if he, I guess he really wanted to tell him, so I'm going to assume he wanted to do it 25 times, so let's do it. And then the other person inside my phone goes, okay, let's do it, and they, and they do it. Uh, so no, that was, that was mine. My little Triscuits, and, and this, 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 see, this is the kind of things that happen to me in studio late at night when everything, it's one of those things that at 2 o'clock in the morning or 8 o'clock in the evening. When you feel a little bit low. Yeah, and you text people, and this always ends up disastrously. But uh, no, you would want, you, your, your sister came this week, Chris. Um, it was good, it was rad. It was fun. Um, I, I really don't have anything nearly as funny as that well, if, if we can end it on uh, a little bit of studio, a little bit of podcast business. Now, October 1st came and went uh, this past Monday. Monday? Monday. And, Monday, Monday, Monday. And, and as, as we have discussed at other times on the, on the show, uh, Podcast Alley, the, the premier place for, for being ranked and voting on podcasts, resets their voting once a month. And we started, like everyone else, with zero votes on October 1st. And I'm I'm pleased to inform uh, not only you but the people in this in this in this recording studio and our hypothetical listeners and our hypothetical listeners that between October first and October seventh we uh, received six uh, independent votes from six votes. from people not associated with Ionosciences or Ionosciences.com. Or sorry, blogspot.com. And what that means is that we have at least six listeners out there who are willing to vote for a podcast for us on Podcast Alley. Now, six real listeners. Six real Tom? listeners. Now combine that with my own voting fraud that I perpetrated on Podcast Alley and voting many times from different computers. Sorry if you're listening out there, Podcast Alley, but everyone does it. Uh, we were able to climb all the way to number forty in podcasts. Well, we were higher before. But we were we were fifty on comedy. We were overall number forty as of yesterday at five o'clock in the evening. What are we in comedy now? Are we we are we are kings? we are fifteen in comedy right now, uh, so we're climbing, but I assume we're gonna we're gonna decline. But uh, unless those out there continue to vote for us on podcast, I'll continue to push. Uh, we will kill a puppy. We will kill or save a puppy. That will save a puppy for every vote we get. And by save, I mean no, not shoot it. So we we don't like shooting puppies on I know sciencethings.com or on blogspot.com. Tom was so confused right now. I'm really confused. <laughs> but uh, so no, we, things are going well on, on podcast. We Alan. may or may not injure. I I don't think we will, but just just to just to you know tell you thanks for that uh, and other ways you can reach. I know science things uh, because we do have many ways to contact us. You can give us a call, and we do highly encourage that. And to those of you who even I oh well, that reminds me this week. Uh, Did we get a real call. We got a real call, and I was very excited about it. For, for those who are interested, two zero six two zero three three two one six. But we got a call this week, and I looked at my I looked at my email account for the show, and I, and I saw it was a phone calling us for the voicemail. And I opened it up, and this, this was Saturday. Saturday in the afternoon, so I, I was hard at work in studio. And I, you know, I was very happy in studio to get this, this voicemail, so I opened up and listened to it. Only to find out it was me, from Friday night, drunk, making fun of myself the next day having to work. So <laughs> it, it, was, it was a call from 
Tom from the past to Tom with the present. Saying fuck you. Saying fuck you for working right now because I'm enjoying myself and I'm really drunk. So, to Tom in the past, if I can respond in kind, uh, you're an asshole. Uh, fuck me. Fuck you, Tom, from the past, all right? Uh, I don't want any more drunk, drunk calls. I, I really should make a, a point of recording a new uh, voicemail message informing myself to hang up if I was calling drunk, because I think that would discourage myself from doing it in the future. But thanks a lot, Drunk Tom, because you're, you're really a funny guy. Um, but, uh, no, so you can, you can reach our show. Uh, at 206-203-3216 and we'd love to listen to voicemails even though we don't ever get any but let's say something say something um, I don't know controversial so people can call in and complain about it very very Rush Limbaugh-esque is that what Brian's for? yeah we do need Brian here to say controversial things rich people should be ground up and fed to poor people okay how about that we'll, we'll, we'll borrow a little bit from the 19th century but we'll say that the rich people should be ground up and fed to poor people a reverse version of it that's way back to Hamlet Okay, so that, that's our that's our message. Wait, who said, who said the poor people should be ground up in front of the rich people? That's the way around, wasn't it? Well, what was the, what was the famous the famous Amaz proposal? Who did that? Hi. Oh, no, those Irish people. It's oh, totally different. Okay, but, um, totally different. So you can reach us at two zero six two zero three three two one six. Call the I mean call the show. Leave a voicemail. Go on our website at iosciencethings.blogspot.com. Leave a comment for us on there. Email us at iosciencethings all one word at gmail.com. Keep voting on Podcast Alley, and even better. Leave a review on iTunes, uh, whatever, however many stars you want. Uh, but go ahead and uh, iTunes leave a review for the show. And that's it for this week. Uh, I know science.com from all of us here and Brian who just got here. Uh, peace out. Peace out. All my life, I've been searching for dignity. All my life. Never seen it come easily Always here